Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better Turn them out. 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 Turn them
Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Today is simple. I want to tell you. I want to just talk to you about effort today. Just about effort. You know, it's 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 a word that people use to describe uh, sometimes trying. But what I found out about trying is trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I tried. When the, and then everybody go, well, he tried. He that was the best. Well, that's that's not exactly true, though. That that's that's not exactly true, you all. And I, and I, and I want to talk to you about that because I don't want you to be one of the people who just tried. See, trying. I mean, I got to tell you to to attempt something, you're going to have to first try. But I want you to change your mindset from trying to getting it done. See, that's a, that's a big difference. I'm really more apt to listen to the person that says to me, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to try. What try does is it allows you to fail. It's the person that has the mindset that I'm going to get it done. It's the person who changes the complexion of things. I'm going to get it done is very different than I'm going to try. You know, look, man, I know, I know this sounds a little harsh. But but you got to stop feeding yourself these little old wise sayings that ain't it was a valiant try. Hey, man, you talk to anybody that took second place in the Super Bowl and see how they feel about their valiant try. The only way to gain God's real blessings is you have to try something. Steve, you're backpedaling. Now, listen to me close. You have to put forth an effort to to uh, allow God to put his finger on something to bless on your behalf. You must start to attempt. Now, in saying getting it done and I'm going to try, that's a different of two different faiths to me. That I'm just talking about me now. You may be different, so I, I can't I can't say this about you, but I can say this about me. If I say I'm going to get it done, I have a lot of faith in it. I am going to get it done because I just don't see failure as an option a lot of times. Now, if somebody says to me, like the Olympic team invited me out to curl one day, which is throw these stones on the ice. If you're not familiar with this, very simple. And so I said, man, I'd like to give that a try. I went in full well knowing I may not come away from this little curling lesson as a person who could make the Olympic team. I just wanted to try it because I thought it looked cool and I always wanted to get it done. Well, I failed twice. I threw a stone completely into the other lane. I lost that little ice shoe. It shot out under me. But you know what? I kept trying, though. I kept trying until I got four of them stones in that circle right where I aimed. But now had I given up after I failed, 
after I threw that stone in the other lane, after I shot my shoe down all the way to the bottom side, the little ice shoe they give you. I never did it. But because I was trying, something got me together a little bit because of my effort, and it caused me not to fall the next time, not to throw it in the other lane, not to shoot my shoe to the back of the wall. All of a sudden, my trying became something. Now, had I stayed out there and it wasn't so cold and I went back week after week after week after week, I promise you, I could get it done. I could at least know how to compete in a game of curling. Might not be the best. I might not win the championship, but I could have got it done to the point where I could have competed in a game of curling. So sometimes if you're scared to say I'm going to get it done, just go out there and get started. You know, learn from every attempt that you make. See, don't quit writing yourself off as a failure every time something don't go right. When I fell on that ice, I could have said, man, I can't curl. But hold up, man, I'm watching four other women out here curl, four other dudes out here curl, little kids out here curling. Hold up, partner. You know, man. So I learned when I threw that stone on the other ice, when I when I fell, when, when my shoe shot off. I learned from every attempt a little bit more about it. And then I said to myself one point in time, man, I'm going to get this stone in that circle. I'm going to get this stone in this circle. And guess what? I got it done. Now, what you saying to me, Steve? I'm saying to you that you got to get started that you got to put forth an effort. Give God something to bless. Oh, God, bless me. Oh, God, bless me. Bless you what? Bless you where? Bless you how? Stop basing your results on what you're thinking. You got to think higher. You get God in your life, man. He allows you to think higher, bigger, better, more. I'm sitting up in my debt. I came up with a plan to get out of debt in five years. I came up with this plan, right? I was sitting up and I was tripping on it. Now I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. This is what I came up with. I said, God created heaven and earth, all of it. The mountains, the sky, the valleys, the oceans, trees, the birds, the Indian Ocean, all of it, made all of it in six days. And then he rested on the seventh. So why am I taking to God the five-year plan? If he can create heaven and earth in six days, why am I walking in there talking about help me in five years? How is it going to take God five years to get me out of debt and he made heaven and earth in six days? Do the math here, man. I ain't that big. You ain't that big. You ain't in that much trouble. I ain't in that much trouble. See, God got a way of showing you some things, man, but it's going to take some faith and faith going to take some effort on your part. Man, get out and do something, man. You God to bless you a little bit and he give you a little bit more courage. And then all them attempts you making is going and all this. Oh, I try. You know what that turned into? I'm going to get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do because trying to pay your rent and not paying your rent is two different things. You can attempt. You can try to pay your pay your rent or you can get it done. Now, how long you think you're going to stay in that house trying? 
You got to go with the mindset of getting it done. And if you can put some stuff out there and give God a chance to put his finger on it and bless it for you, the most stuff he can do for you. Quit looking around at what everybody else got and go and get some of it for yourself, okay? All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animal trainers. I love to say animal trainers. I don't know why. I always say that animal trainer. <laughs> yeah. I love that man. That's what about. Wow. I think that's what I always wanted to be. Except any everybody like like animals, anything but that lion cage. I just don't understand getting in that lion cage with that whip and that chair and them lions. It has gone so badly for people in there. Anyway, when I'm saying animal trainers, I'm thinking like turtles and bunny rabbits and goats <laughs> and stuff like that. Stuff I can handle. Ladies and oh. gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Why we started right there, I have no idea. Just my mind is, is warped, it's contorted, it's all of that. But that's how we roll up in here, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi, Monica Jr. Government name, Kill Spates, and the growing legend of nephew Tommy. I am the one and only. God, dog. Junior, yeah. what's on your mind today, no, man? No, let's just stay right here, man. What is mm-hmm. you in animal training? What does that got to do I don't know, Junior. It has something to do with my infatuation with the circus. That's the one thing I remember about my father. He always took me to the circus. Well, I'm going to you down here let you see them clowns. Well, let me tell you something. Nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing. Nothing meant more to me than when them damn clowns <laughs> came out the back packed in that Volkswagen. <laughs> and they got out in all sizes. Yeah. Short and tall. <laughs> but Lord have mercy, no matter where I was in that tent, and we didn't <laughs> have top seats, I jerked loose and ran down to the front and stood right next to that ring. And at the top of my lungs, the clouds is coming! <laughs> <laughs> About and boy, <laughs> when they little ass started packing out that Volkswagen, yeah. nothing meant more to me than yeah. them damn clowns. Because I remember him telling my mom one time, Bill, 
That boy lost his damn mind. Them clowns came out. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the people at the circus, skip the bearded lady. You know, back yeah. in the in, down in yeah. West Virginia, they had a little country. I ain't give a damn about the bearded lady, fat people. I ain't care nothing about that. <laughs> care nothing about that one little uh, tired ass elephant they had that came every year. Yeah. I ain't care nothing about the tall person on the stilts. Yeah. Give a damn about none of that. I wanted some cotton candy and them and damn clowns. Clown. <laughs> Life was good. Life. Well, hey, when the clowns went back in, we could have went home. <laughs> you can't nothing about the trapeze act, nothing. And your damn clown. You when you ran, when you started going down toward the front, your dad didn't try to stop you. Well, yeah, jerk loose here. from it. Yeah. <laughs> I got I'm going to go down and take an ass woman for these clowns. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. That's how he said. He claimed, this boy, I told that boy, boy, don't go down there. He run down there. Anyway. He said, this boy crazy about them clowns. <laughs> yeah. I went every year. Thank you, daddy. I appreciate that, man. Love yeah. it. They know I was going to be one when clowns. I grew up, though, but I appreciate the motivation. It was there. <laughs> started early. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Uh, right here, Shirley. Your daughter bit my son. Your daughter bit my son. We're going to get to the bottom of it right now. Poor okay. So if you She's missed it yesterday, that. I'm running it back. Your daughter bit my son. Oh, here we go. Stop that, though. All this bite. What? <laughs> We're here biting people. Right. You? <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello, may I speak to Kira? This is Kira. Kira Mc. This is Kira. Look, uh, do you do your do your daughter go to Little uh, Academy? Yes. Who's this? And her name is. Yes. Who's this? Listen, your daughter then bit my son uh, Joshua on the back. My daughter bit you. No. This no. is Wilton. Your daughter then bit my son. Well, 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 Wilton, slow the down. You can't just call my house and tell me my daughter bit your son. You ain't finna sit here and be cussing at me, lady. I just said your daughter, Sakira, bit my son, Joshua, no. in the back. and I just and said look- no. I just said no. Two things. One, my daughter wouldn't bite nobody. And two, don't call my house with this tone. I call with any kind of tone I want to call with. All I'm saying is your daughter then bit my son in the back. And I'm going to tell and you. And all so- I'm saying is don't call my house with this attitude saying some that my daughter bit your child in the back. My daughter has manners and she wouldn't be biting nobody in the back. What did your how the hell if you know somebody going to, how the hell you know what your daughter going to be doing if you ain't there Because I raised both. my daughter. You raised the son. You live with your son? She ain't you live but with your son or you just come in one month and try to do some kind of daddy work? Your daughter ain't but four years old. How in the hell you know, you know her that damn well? I've been with her for four years. Where the you been? My daughter does not be biting people around in the back and the neck or anything like that. What the hell is wrong with you? Don't call my house with this attitude. Well, you, where I get, what, who, how the hell you figure I'm a weekend daddy? I, I'm calling you about what's going on with my child. Uh-huh. I, but I don't think you got your facts straight. So next time you call somebody to tell them about their child, figure out everything about your child first. All I'm saying is that the people at the academy said, Sakira bit my son Joshua in the back. Well, I can't understand what you're saying because I don't like your tone. So don't call me about my baby. Have her mama call me. It don't make no difference if a mama or a daddy call as long as somebody call. Hello? C- call her back, dog. 
Hello? Is this Kira? This is Kira. Why you hang up on me? Why are you still calling me and why are you yelling at me? My child didn't bite your child in the back. When I picked up my child, they didn't say to me, your child bit somebody in the back. Why I you, know my I, child. I'm you, with my child how, every day. Like I said in the first place, you, you must be some kind of weekend daddy. How come I you, know my child. How, I'm with my child every how, day. How come are you? Are you? I'm with my... Are you, I, I don't even know who Joshua is. She should have just hit him in the head. You, hey, what you ain't going to do is sit here and talk about my baby. Now, you asked me to lower my tone. You want to know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to hang up one more Lower your... Lower your t Hello? Hello? Uh-uh. Call her back, though. Call her back, cat. Hello? Don't hang up on me no more, Don't lady. Don't call my number again. I'ma call you until you tell me why you, your child is beating is just biting my child in the back. I am not in the mood to play with you right now. You're gonna mess around and get you and your child swooped. You and your child. You know what my ass? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Guess what? Shakira got a daddy. You talking about whipping somebody's whooping Shakira's daddy. No, no, you don't have else to say. You can't call my house and threaten me and my child. If my child bit your child, well, that's what the your child deserves. He got whooped. My daughter whooped your son. This probably won't be the last time the little fat snotty nose kids get this. You ain't gonna be talking about me and my son. When fake facts, she didn't bite him in the back. She might have whooped his. But my daughter don't play now. Your like, daughter bit my son back. Keep talking. You found my phone number, find my address, and have Shakira's daddy beat your. Have you what? I said bring your son over no, here. The no, same way my baby, my the same way Shakira whipped your baby. My baby daddy gonna whip your. Bring it on. I'm coming over there and beat you and your child. Like I said, you don't call a woman and tell her you coming over to beat her and her child. You come over here and beat her daddy. Come over here and beat Shakira's daddy. He don't, he don't want none of me here. No, you don't want this. I'm on my way over there now. Then bring it on in. Somebody gonna get they yeah, with daddy the home all week. That, Not like your that, that, He ain't got no damn job. No, he got a job. Y'all gonna make me come over there tonight. Bring it on right now. You know you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm finna tell, tell you. Tell me something else then. You gonna get bit and your baby gonna get bit too. You gonna bite me and my baby? Shakira dad gonna whoop your can I say something to you? Say something to me then. This say nephew to me, Tommy say. from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just yeah. got pranked. Oh, oh, I am shamed. I am so shamed. You just got pranked. Oh. Your sister Glenda told oh, me. No, she, she said. Did it. No, she didn't. She I said. Told her they couldn't get me for this. She said, get my. She said, you always tell me, Tommy will never get me. No, I, we just, had that. Oh, I told her that wouldn't happen to me. But you can't call somebody and talk about their baby. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Let me call. I'm going to hit you man, with a that's, that's where it counts, man. Don't, don't call nobody about that child. You got my heart hurting. <laughs> Look, can I ask you something? Let me ask you something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. You <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And Wendy City, get ball. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear me say Wendy? I did. I did. Congratulations. I heard you say it again. Oh, man. Congratulations. You gonna be where? Get ready, coming to the. <laughs> Wendy City. Anyway, it's the sweetest day comedy jam 
in Chicago. Chicago. Let's just do it that you can way. Say that, in huh? Chicago. Okay. All right. October 20th and 21st, Friday and Saturday. That's this coming Friday, Saturday. You got Gary Owen, Bill Bellamy, me, nephew Tommy, Tony Roberts in the building, Melanie Camacho, Benji Brown, Kevin Tate, all wrapped up into one at the Airy Crown Theater. Friday, Saturday he, he night. Said, I got it. Wheaties Day. Did he say Wheaties Day? Sweetest day. Problem. Oh, problems okay. with the S. Okay. Sweetest day, comedy. I got oh, my S. What? I thought you said sweetest day. Sweetest <laughs> day. boy. Cereal. <laughs> Get ready, Shot Town. The nephew coming, baby. W's and all. Shot Town. I got my all right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. Our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, is in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, PETA is upset with Offset. In celebrity news, we'll tell you why. In celebrity news, rapper Sexy Red is pregnant. You know Sexy Red. She made the song Pound Town. And uh, Jada Jada Pinkett Smith's mother says she's tired of the internet villainizing Jada. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO. Who the hell fault is that? Not this right one's now. from. <laughs> we have moved on. This oh, one is from Jamal in Detroit. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Tommy. <laughs> we have moved on. Uh, Jamal in Detroit wrote. Um, I met this drop-dead gorgeous woman, and she invited me in for a drink before our first date. Her house was junky from the doorway to the living room, and it smelled. I made up an excuse so I could leave. So should I be honest with her or just move on? No, just go and roll out, dog. Yeah. She's drop-dead gorgeous. Yeah, she ain't yours. Uh, Oh, well. She's drop-dead gorgeous. I've had that experience before. She what? Yeah, you 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 gonna need to clean up this eggs on this table right here. <laughs> <laughs> what what is, <laughs> eggs on the table on the uh, coffee table? Come on now. So just yeah. move on. He doesn't have to tell her anything. Just move no, on. No, 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 no. You're not finna fix this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This gonna be years in the making. <laughs> Invited you in. Uh-huh. No, see, look, she invited him in. So Doesn't she don't even notice. She doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a mess. <laughs> right there. <laughs> don't you drink out that glass. She talking about don't you, don't you drink out that damn glass. <laughs> okay. All right, Jamal in Detroit. Uh, moving on to Felicia in San Diego. Felicia says, I work in the fashion industry, and I met this great guy that's an engineer. He has the money to buy nice things, but I can tell he's not spending money on his clothes or his shoes. Is it petty to judge this man because his dress shoes aren't leather? Oh, women love a good pair of shoes. Well, let me ask you a question, though. What is, what is he wearing? Crocs? What does he have yes, on Uggs? He, he wearing okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal, sister. Don't throw this good man away because he don't know how to shop. Right. You can fix that. Girl, that's easy. Do not throw a good man away because he don't know how to pick out clothes. An you engineer? can fix that. He's smart. Man, girl, please. And he has money. And he good just job. cheap. He don't he ain't had no reason to dress up. Mm-hmm. You once you become the reason, he'll fix all that. 
Don't 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 walk away with this man because he got it, some poly. Is this your fault, Steve? Is this somehow your fault for dressing so fly and everything? And you know, well, I'm responsible for a lot of things. Sure, yeah. Man, over the years, <laughs> is I this take what about this? For it, but, well, you know, I used to be him too, though. Oh, oh, did you? I ain't always been fortunate. Now I had some fake stuff on. Okay. Well, I, had, I, had, I don't know if you ever. I don't know if you've ever had on fake snake shoes. Before, he talking about the suit, but they peel up real quick. You <laughs> <laughs> was looking they, crazy. Their skin by the feet. does not stay down. It curls <laughs> up, up damn near <laughs> after the first wear. Yeah, I've been there. Go ahead. All right. All right. Moving on to Toby in Roxbury. Toby says, I've been dating a great chick for almost a year, and she's a great mom, a great cook, and sexy AF, but she's terrible in bed. She's lazy. She won't stay in any position except the basic one. And when she's done, she's done, and I have to stop. How do I get her to participate more and stop being lazy? What is your moving for? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to move on, though. you have to move on. You can't Same teach her, Steve. You can't teach her. No. No, wait a minute. No. You told the other lady, don't throw away the good man with the shoes and this. So now there's no yeah, teaching well, going on know, in this one. That, old, that lazy loving is hard to deal with. <laughs> you, know, you threw. We got to move again. Well, oh, God. What's your leg back where for? Come on now. I don't want to flip my boat. I don't want to do that. I'm through. I'm tired. I'm through. Stop. Stop. I'm through. No. Uh, here. Yeah, bro. Just time to go. Yeah, might have to let this one go. But they've been, been a year. for almost a year. Yeah. Well, you know, you locked in, man. You go on, go on and ask her to marry you. See how that work out for you. Go ahead. Oh, God. Oh, no. Wow. Just telling you. This ain't going to work now. Mm-hmm. It's lazy loving. Because you're going to be at work one day. You're going to meet somebody on get the giggling and kiki in it. Next thing you know, you're going to be telling her your problems at the house. You know, oh. she don't like to switch positions. Oh, I do it all. That's what she going to say to co-worker. Yeah, the, the co-worker. I do it <laughs> she all. She said one thing. Yeah, I just, you know, you know, my girl, she don't like to change positions. We just, uh, oh, I do it all. Um, you like, um, you <laughs> like monkey flips? Yeah, yeah. You like monkey flips? How you like? <laughs> monkey flips. Yeah. Monkey flips. Have, have you ever, have you ever done a somersault? What is- well, yeah. <sighs> All right. Okay, so he needs to move on. I like to bounce on the edge of the mattress myself. <laughs> Are they not Stuff talking like about work? <laughs> no, 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 hell no. This is called he's in the pit. He done bit a hole in his coffee mug. He, he done bit his coffee. He bleeding in the mouth. Every time she say something, he done bit the coffee mug. <laughs> he bleed in the mouth. <laughs> no, we was doing right. it last night and she fell asleep on <laughs> She was through. <laughs> All right, last one, Steve. Paris in Marietta says, I'm 29 years old and I live with my boyfriend. I pay half of all the bills and I buy the food. He has an 11-year-old son that eats constantly. So I told my boyfriend that he needs to set rules for his son or buy the groceries. Why did he get mad? Because you can't ask this man to set rules for his son about when and how he eats. 
Boys, I don't know if you've had a boy before, but they eat constantly. Mm-hmm. They is machines. Mm-hmm. The metabolism is sky high. Now, you just sit up here and talk about you either buy the food or set some rules for your sons. You can't tell no man that. Yeah, he. what I'm finna tell this boy, you can't eat this, you can't do that, don't eat till four. Why doesn't he just buy the groceries then since his son is eating so much? She has to pay. Well, I mean, now that that I don't understand why she's responsible for buying the groceries and 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 got to pay half the bills. Let me explain something to y'all about the living relationships y'all be having up with these damn roommates. Okay. Y'all women living with these men doing wifey things. But you got roommate commitments. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you, that ain't how this work. Damn, you oh. stop at doing all this wifey stuff, but then you steady getting treated like a roommate. Mm-hmm. Well, what's wrong with y'all? That's a roommate title. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't you just charge for sleeping with him? You, that's a whole nother relationship. Oh, okay. All that's right. A on whole, that note. That's an old profession. Okay. Yeah. On that note, I'm going to say thank you, CLO. And I know, uh, coming, up at, <laughs> coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Okay, so Offset has... uh 
upset animal rights organization PETA after spending big bucks on crocodile skin Birkin bags to celebrate Cardi B's birthday recently. PETA criticized Offset, saying instead of using his wealth and influence for good, Offset chose to funnel hundreds of thousands of dollars into a gruesome, violent industry that electroshocks crocodiles, shoves metal rods into their head in an attempt to scramble their brains and mutilates them while they're still alive. Peter reminds everyone that people who still spend money uh, on a closet full of dead animals' body parts either are clueless or simply don't care about the extreme cruelty they're perpetuating. It's just not worth it. That's what Peter said. Well, can I have a message for Peter? Yes. But these crocodiles <laughs> kill kids. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile eat people. Okay. Y'all need to go head on with all this here. And all right. I'm going to go down there to New Orleans and tell them people down there that's catching them alligators on them. So they got a whole <laughs> show on that. Busting them in the head, shooting them, everything. Wow. Man, and just an appetizer. <laughs> Bruh. At Papa Do's, you can get it right now. Man. Hot yeah. alligator. <laughs> all right. Right. <laughs> I got a new belt. I, I bought a new belt yesterday. Dog, Peter, Peter really need to relax. Yeah. I got crocodile stuff. I'm not. I'm not taking it off for no damn body. Mm-hmm. And I wish you would throw some paint on me, boy. The funniest thing was me and Biggie Wig was in New York one time. We had on some Biggie Wig had on a, a, a fox coat. Mm-hmm. We was walking past. We saw these protests, but we didn't know what they were. We got up there. We saw all these animals and stuff, skin. This lady was running next to us and kept saying, it looked better when it was alive. And, you know, we didn't really know what you was talking about. So Big said, hey, dog, who this, who this blankety blank talking to? I said, Big, let's just keep walking, man. <laughs> so then this guy said, yeah, we ought to paint it. We'll paint it for you. I said, hey, man, listen to me. Whatever you do. Don't throw no paint on this dude coat right here, please. Don't do that. I ain't gonna be responsible for your your life in the end today. Yeah, go ahead, Sheila. All right, don't do Thank it. You. That's okay. All right, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's mom, uh, Miss Gre- uh, Gammy Norris, is tired of the internet villainizing Jada for decisions that she and Will made. Uh, take a listen painful Mm -hmm. you know yours is not a really it's not a happy story right but i do want to start out as your mama right to clarify some things because i'm a little tired of all the vitriol being thrown your way i'm sick of it right and i just want to say that you know when you guys decided to separate Mm -hmm. okay that was a decision that both of you made you're both separated you did not cheat on Will. Right. You're both, both parties are living their lives. Both. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not just you. Right. And I need to make that really clear. Right. Because I'm, I'm a little sick of that foolishness. I've got you, Gam. I understand. All right. I understand. I love Will to death. I, you, you know, he's he's my guy. He's, I, you know, right. I, we, we are family. I'm glad oh. somebody love him because his wife got well, as we just told you guys. <laughs> what? Well, I'm, right I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm tired of the Smiths. I'm sorry. I'm just tired. 
I can't take no more. And you writing the book. What you write the book for? We didn't seen every you told us every damn thing. What, what why is we reading the book? Did you just hear what her mother said on tape? Okay. As we told you guys yesterday, Jada said that she and Will are working hard on their partnership and divorce is not an option. Jada said that uh, she came into the marriage with a quote very specific idea that were uh blocks to her seeing Will Come on, as who he is. She added, can't be this perfect ideal guy husband. I have to be able to accept him for the human that he is, and he accepts me for the human that I am, and we want to love each other there. What, what is this? That's cool. Here's the deal. Here's the, look. What is this? None of us would know anything if nobody in that camp, namely her, was telling it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Secondly, mm-hmm. I appreciate her mother. You know, I don't talk about nobody's mama. At all. Jada did not cheat on Will. That ain't what y'all said at the red table talk. You got it right. You got it right. You said I had an entanglement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Will said it wasn't a fair. I didn't know nothing about this little boy. Arsenio or whatever his name is. August Arsenio. 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 Now you're going to put that out there. I said Arsenio. Oh, August. I didn't say Arsenio. August. That's my dude. Alcina. Okay. Mm-hmm. August. July, whenever he was born. <laughs> Listen. August. I wouldn't even was know he about this little boy if you born? hadn't have told us that. Uh-huh. What was he born? Quit telling <laughs> your business to people. Mm-hmm. And then you ain't got nothing to worry about. See, Rumor is one thing. I'm all over the internet right now with rumor. But once y'all start discussing y'all's life, then we ain't talking about rumor no more. Now we're talking about what you said. You know, it's, and then they do this stage interview. Right, right. Her book is out. She's promoting her well, book. Well, she wrote so. a book. I'm going to write an album then. We're gonna do, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm tired of the internet, too. But my mom ain't here to do no interview for me, so. Okay, really? <laughs> I, I didn't tell her. I, I, hey, I, you can't I, take I, it. I, I can't do no more smells. What? What? what but, is, Tommy, coming up in I'm 20 minutes saying, after the hour. Tommy, you're fortunate. You still got your mama. Can your mama come and do an interview for me? Just <laughs> 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 asking. All right, coming up in Don't 20 minutes after mama the hour. Speak up. Let me get my. Tell your Shannon mama Sharp's, to do this interview for me. <laughs> Shannon Sharp's makeup had first take fans making a little Richard jokes and mortuary memes. Uh, we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so during Monday's episode of ESPN's First Take, many viewers were not really paying attention to Shannon Sharp's football opinions and analysis of this past weekend games, but they were very fixated on Shannon's makeup, which appeared to be heavy on the powder. Someone commented on social media, quote, Shannon is looking casket sharp. (laughs) (laughs) Others were comparing him to little Richard. One person commented that Shannon looked like Dave Chappelle. Remember back in the day when he played Prince Dave Chappelle on the show? On the show? Yeah, the memes. <laughs> the memes just kept coming. When Shannon got off the air, he responded, quote, appreciate the concern over my makeup this morning on first take. This was her first time doing my makeup, and it was a little heavy. My appearance is important, not as important as my takes. Hopefully the takes were great as usual. When one replier wrote that 
quote, the poor girl is finished, Shannon responded, no, she isn't. She'll get better with my makeup. This isn't the end of the world. So here's a question for for you guys. When you have to go on TV, uh, uh, Stephen, Tommy, do you wear makeup on, on daily on TV? And have you had any issues? You know, that was really a big deal. Mm-hmm. I Take the what, shine off. Yeah. No, no, no. Damn the shine. This is high def. Go up there without makeup. Oh, you see everything. You're, gonna, you're, you're not gonna believe how ugly your ass is. <laughs> it's noticeable. It's noticeable. What? What? Boy, let me tell you something. High def. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something, boy. You see spots on you. You ain't even know you had. What is that speck on my face right there? That's your skin, dog. That ain't a speck. What's on the? What is that on the camera lens? That's not on the camera lens. That's your tooth. That's a blackhead. That's what the hell, dog. That is. Dog, they not messing around. You gotta put that makeup on, dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Shannon had his on. Now I'm gonna tell you something, though, man. Like when I did first take, I've done it uh, before uh, mm-hmm. down during the Super Bowl. Kansas City against uh, somebody I forgot. But anyway, you know, they try to put some makeup on you before. I've, I've had to stop people before. Because first of all, where you get this brush from? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then you got this one color. We all got the same damn color. See, I'll tell you what happened that day. She knew she went over there and got Stephen A's color, put it on Shannon Sharp. But I've seen Stephen A with Molly's makeup on before. So. I've seen that on that show. Stephen A looked a little shocking a couple times. I had a, a makeup artist on Family Feud one time to the point where when I walked out there, the the director said, cut, let's get Steve in the back. Let's start the show over. Because he's looking crazy. Yeah, I came around the corner and went, hey, welcome to Family Feud. Um, cut. Uh, Steve, uh, step in the back for a moment here. we got technical difficulties. I go in the back. Who did his makeup? <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll check Steve's voicemail, 877-29-STEVE, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. And if you would like to leave Steve a message, call him 877-29-STEVE. That's 877-29-STEVE. You might just hear your call on the air. Steve, are you ready for this one? Remember the truck driver um, who left the call about uh, Sister Odell last week? Well, he's back. Take a listen. Sister Odell, good morning. And good morning, morning crew. This is that truck driver. I just want to clear something up. You keep saying, I don't like you. I am a deacon at my church. I have unconditional love for you and the whole crew. I was just giving some constructive criticism about you, and that was all. So I just want to clear that up. You guys take care of yourself and be blessed for the whole day. You have the number one radio show, morning show in the world. Take care and be blessed. Oh, well, thank Deacon, you. I appreciate well, wait, you, wait, dog. Steve. Wait, wait, hold on, got... Steve. We have another call. We'll, we're going to play back his original call from last week, then comment, okay? So you... Good morning, crew. Steve, let me tell you like this right here. So, so there, you need to go kill her because you do not do a good woman. And I guess it's because you're so hard, cold, and tough. And then from Cleveland. So go ahead and kill Odell because you do not do a good woman. And uh, I don't mean to, you know, shoot you down and nothing like that. I just want to be straight up to you. 
and give you some constructive criticism and then be truck driver. Don't. <laughs> well, truck driver, deacon up at the church, I got love for you too. Now, let me give you some constructed criticism, too, because the word is constructive. Learn your words before you call in. Now, he love you now. Yeah. I am love him, too. And he, I'm giving he, him some constructive. He's a number deacon in the world. Show. I'm giving yeah. him. Diggers in church can get some of this. <laughs> diggers make mistakes. Uh-huh. Deacons need to be checked. <laughs> but I love you, man. Don't worry down. about that. You know, and you know, you, uh, you, you know. It, it, and I look, what? man. I got, I got love for you, uh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, truck, truck driver. driver. Keep on, stay safe out there, man. Stay safe on that road, man. Always get back home, and you know, and remember, when you call in, you know. If you bring some, you're going to get some. Just know that about me. I don't care if you the deacon. You had a pastor call me. I pass it out. All right, one more, Steve. From uh, This is from Rob, Robin. Robin is from Baltimore. Uh, she has a comment about Jada Pinkett Smith. Good morning, you guys. This is Robin from Baltimore. Jada Pinkett, you sold crack in Baltimore. What street? What did you sell? Where were you? Better yet, show us the receipt. I don't believe it. This is a reach. You trying to get that book sold? You want people in Baltimore to buy that book? Tell the truth. And now you reach for Tupac. Why? Because he can't respond? He can't say yes or no? Stop it. Stop it. You guys have a great day. See, no. See I'm tired of these Smiths. Okay. I was... <laughs> I didn't care nothing about this here, but the I sold crack in Baltimore yeah. with your little ass. When she, when she was 19. Did, you're not selling crack to nobody that size. They taking the crack from you. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> anybody handing you no money? Dog, and Jada at 19 was smaller than she is now. You ain't sold no crack in Baltimore. What you trying to make? Where that come from? You sold crack. Why? Why? You're from a good family. Your mama work with you. What? They didn't like she was on the wire. Yeah. Like she was on the wire, yeah. dog. That was yeah. Yeah. Did y'all see the wire? String of yeah. bells. String, String of bells. So crack. Idris. Idris. <laughs> crack. Crack was not an internet drug. You can't order it online back then. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be out there on them corners. Crack is a corner drug. Jada Pinkin ain't stood on no damn corner selling no damn drugs, dog. Who is this little boy out here? Give me them damn drugs. Get your ass back in school where you supposed to be. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> thanks for breaking it down. Uh, coming up next, and thanks for all our phone calls today. Coming Go down there and give me some of that crack from little skinny-ass boy down there on, on Leeway. <laughs> we'll hear from the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, whose costume is this? Uh, we'll get into that, find out what that's all about in just a few. Because right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us today, now? Well, Shirley, any church you go to, they're going to have one that just, ooh, it's just a bit much. Just a little too much. It's, mm -hmm. it's always one that's just scary. You're scared of them. The church usher. The oh. church usher. That That is not the person 
You do not want to be on their bad side. Touch Usher. Let's go, Captain. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a sister. This is Sister. How you doing? Uh, uh, good, good evening to you, ma'am. I don't mean to be giving you a call this late in the evening, but I, mm-hmm. I am uh, the new youth minister. I haven't. Uh, uh, my name is Sean Williams over at <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church, which mine is. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, new youth minister? What happened to? Uh, he's no longer with the church anymore, ma'am. No. Oh my lord! Why? What happened? Well, I, I'm, I'm not at, at liberty to speak up on that, but but I, what I was doing is getting around and making sure I. I met everyone because I haven't oh. met everyone yet, and I wanted to reach out to um, oh, my everyone at the church. But listen, let me let me get down to some more business it's because terrible. I've I've spoken with the pastor. Uh, um, we spoke. Bishop, that's what Bishop, baby. yes, Bishop. Yes, ma'am. I know you're new, but it's Bishop. Uh-huh. Okay, I I spoke with him on yesterday, and mm-hmm. we have narrowed some things down of a few changes we're going to be making at the church and. What we want to do is um, one of the major subjects that have come up, Sister, mm-hmm. is that we're wanting you, if at all possible, and, and the deacons were in on this meeting as well, but wanting you to change your attitude when people are coming in and you're seating them. From my understanding, it's gotten to the point where they think you're wait a, minute, a little wait, bit. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait they, a minute. Thank you. Y'all a had a meeting on me. Well, it, 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 it wasn't a I meeting. Know, I don't understand. Listen here. I've been ushering on that usher board for 47 years. I am the senior usher on that usher board. Yes, and ma'am. I really don't, I've been trying to be nice about it, but I don't understand how y'all going to have a meeting without me. That's first of all. What, 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 That's first of all. What, what, I, but now you're going to call here and tell me that you're going have, you having a meeting on me about me being nice. I'm always nice. Well, well ma'am, that doesn't seem to be. I have a problem with that, son. Uh, honest, how old is you? 27, ma'am. And they gonna send some boy to call me. You know, I think don't make no type of okay. Child, what is it Can, that you want? What is it? Well, what that that's actually my call, ma'am, is that maybe we, uh, I figured if I would call and speak with you about the matter, that maybe we can get to some type of uh, uh, rectifying this situation to where we Say can. what we gonna rectify here. I'm gonna rectify you calling me this time of night talking about some meeting. This don't make no time. And I don't appreciate you calling me any time of night. Where is Bishop? I need to speak to Bishop. Bishop is the one that actually. I've been at this church for 47 years. I've been saved all my life. This don't make no type of sense. You calling me here with this mess. Now, see, y'all finna make me cuss. I'm trying to be a Christian. But y'all not gonna let me be a Christian, is you? You just gonna agitate me with this mess. Telling me about something. Be nice. Well, ma'am, that that certain that they're having problems when you're seating the people. And that's all that we're trying to get rectified. People don't want to sit down. They want to go over here. They want to go over there. They want to have the children running to and fro like a bunch of demons, wild heathens, bucking around in the church like they ain't got no sense. And I'm not going to have it in my section. My section is going to be straight. And I, and I understand it. You know what, Sister, sister uh, uh, I, I think if we did this, if you would do me a favor and hold your phone, and if you would just bow your head right now for me, maybe we can come to to, to, to get to get the man up. What, what, what am I bowing my head for? What, what, I ain't nothing uh, on my floor because my floor is clean, baby. If, if we can my get you, floor is as clean as hospital carpet. It don't make no sense for me to bow. What am I bowing my head for? If, if you could, if, maybe if you could close your eyes, Sister, Sister. Well, I'm not, well, I was close my eyes. See, you called me and woke me up out of my sleep with this mess. Come out some meeting. 
I am very annoyed at this. And I'm on the preacher, Nate, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to speak to this Now, Father, we ask that you look down upon Sister we ask that you look down upon her right now, right now, asking that you put a smile on her face on Sunday morning, asking that you put some joy in her heart on Sunday morning, asking that you draw all the pain that she and anguish that she might be going through. Whatever demon there is inside, we ask that you draw that demon out. We ask that you pull that demon away from Sister right now in your name. We ask all of these blessings to come. Because I don't appreciate this, boy. I don't even know who you is. Call him out. Who gave you my number? Uh, uh, Pastor gave me the number and asked me to call. I am, like I said, I'm Sean Williams. We haven't met yet. <laughs> and I am the new... Don't, he, don't, he, don't, he don't act that way. And it's Bishop for the third time. I done told you, boy. Bishop be respectful for the folks. See, that's what makes me angry. Let me, let me, let me say this right here, Sister And maybe this will um, shed some light on things a little bit clearer. I'm tired of listening to you, boy. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by Sister M who is also a usher at the church at Fred Missionary Baptist. Sister Yes, ma'am. You wait till I see her Sunday. <laughs> this is a mess. We on the radio now? Yes, yes. yes. This don't make no sense. Lord, Hammer. this is embarrassing. Okay. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. This is Steve Harvey Show. Yes, ma'am. That, that's that's. That's my uncle. This, this is just a joke, though, man. Hey, this is a little Tommy. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. How you doing, Tommy? How, how you doing, sister? Oh, Lord. You, you... I am so embarrassed. This is, I am embarrassed. <laughs> I am embarrassed. Do you, do you listen to the show? Every day. <laughs> I never would expect myself to be on there. Oh, Lord, y'all done made, oh, my God. Y'all done you... got me on this radio acting foolish. Lord sister, sister, I sister, did this here to you. You, you got. Mm, mm, mm. Well, how about if uh, y'all call me back and we get sister? <laughs> how about we do that? We do we we we'll do a prank on on her bill, her hand, a couple of bills. You know, cause she's short a little. Okay. <laughs> they gotta tell all her business. <laughs> what is the baddest radio show in the land? Who's the Steve? Harvey morning show and, and little Tommy and all them other little children, them little girls. What's that girl name? She is so cute. I love her. Hey, oh, Lord, this is so beautiful. Y'all, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. There <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hey. Play too much. <laughs> hey, Tommy, um, Crystal from Chicago left you a voicemail. You want to hear it? Crystal. Here it go. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Harvey and the morning crew. Tommy, this is Crystal. Come on here to Chicago in that Pico. It's 6.55 a.m. on Wednesday, and I'm listening to you talk about you want to bring a Pico. It's 42 degrees here, man. You in Atlanta. Y'all don't like it cold. Come on here with that Pico, man. It's 42 degrees at 7 in the morning. Come on up here with that Pico on and see what the hawk do to you, okay? Come on, baby. Bring it. Now, I'm advising you. You better dress for success with that cold ass air. Love you. Have a good morning, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Mm. Okay. okay. All right, Crystal. Crystal. All right. Get rid of the peacoat. I need something else. <laughs> yeah. She made I that clear. Have, right. I wish you'd have told me what to bring. <laughs> well, your uncle told you that before you go down. He already told you don't bring the hand yeah. 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 Anything for... <laughs> Heavy. It's something mm -hmm. heavy. And layer up, Tommy. Mm -hmm. Layer up.
You heard. But what I need about eight pound draws and then <laughs> some lounge. Yeah, thermals. Twelve Make pound sure you get socks. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. A scarf, a hat, gloves, all of that. All right, we go. Damn, I'm gonna be sweating and all that. That's just that's just too much. That's just. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like like Crystal said, Yo, I'm know, up there with the peacock. Look, peacock. Come on, Look, you, you, you need the same oh, coat. You need the same coat that Jordan Love played for Green Bay Packers when he on the sideline. You need that coat he got. <laughs> <laughs> keep it warm. Yeah, keep it warm, dog. All right. I got my coat. I'll be there. All right, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. The subject is whose costume is this? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, whose Halloween costume is this? Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have four children, and he is a great father and provider, but I think he's grown tired of our marriage. He has been going to have a drink before he gets home, and he told me his school counseling job has been stressful lately, so he needs to relax before he gets home. I think that something else is going on, and it involves a woman at the school. He works at the high school that our oldest son attends, and all next week is Spirit Week for homecoming. 
Each day has a theme. Monday's theme is the 70s, so my husband had to get my son and himself a costume. He went to a costume store to get two Afro wigs and said that's all they needed. But he only bought he only brought one of the Afros in the house. Um, so I went to see if the other wig was in the car. There were two bags in the car, one on the back seat and one kind of stuffed under the front seat of my husband's car. I got the Afro and then I looked at the other bag closely. There was a size medium brown halter top with fringes on it and a brown spandex skirt to match with a headband and a pair of big hoop earrings. It looked like a Pocahontas costume to me, but I guess it was supposed to be a 70s costume. I went back inside and asked my son how the shopping trip went. He said dad ran in to get the two Afros while he stayed in the car because his dad parked illegally. What that means is my husband purposely went into the store alone to get him and some woman a costume. I laid the costume on our bed and my husband almost screamed when he walked in the room. He asked me how I found it and he said it was mine. I can't fit that, and I don't work with him, so why would I need a costume? Why won't he tell me the truth? Uh, why would he lie, you ask? Why won't he tell you the truth? Do you listen to the men on this show at all? You know their motto, right? You have to lie. That is their motto. You have to lie even when the truth will do. They can flip a lie around and make you think you did something wrong. Okay, that's that's how we do it here on this show, the men anyway. But uh, there's a lot going on in this letter and in this marriage. You think your husband has grown tired of your marriage and you think he's cheating with the woman who works at the school with him. He says he's been stressed out, so he goes to have a drink to relax before coming home. Is he saying he can't relax at home or is he drinking and relaxing with this woman for work? Uh, I'm sure these are your questions and you pretty much got your answer once you found the hidden bags under the car seat. He bought a costume for this woman, which was beyond stupid. He left the evidence behind, beyond stupid again, thinking you would never find it. But you did. You found it. I say, yes, you're on to something. I love how you lay the costumes out on the bed and he almost screamed when he saw them. Guilty. All he could say was that it was yours. You, you're not going to the, to the party, to the events at the school. You said that. You knew he was lying right then and there. I believe there is something going on between him and the woman at work which explains the matching costumes but please do not sit around and wait for him to tell you the truth about it that's not going to happen all right steve well 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 whose halloween costume is this lord as this story unfolds it gets more raggedy as you go down the paper <laughs> Yeah, your husband, y'all got four kids. He's a great father provider, but I think he's grown tired of our marriage. Yeah, he been having to go have a drink before he gets home, and he told me his school counseling job has been stressful lately, so he needs to relax before he get home. That's true. You work around kids all day as a counselor, and then you got to come home to the four at your house? And we learned later on in the letter that the oldest boy go to the high school. He got to stop and get a drink. <laughs> yeah. And is he tired of the marriage? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I don't really know what's happening in your house, but it probably ain't all that exciting. Way more exciting down at Happy Hour. <laughs> 
I think something else is going on and involves a woman at school. He work at high school, the oldest boy go to, and it's spirit week for homecoming. Now, this is where the letter starts turning. Each day has a theme. Monday's theme is the 70s, so my husband had to get my son and himself a costume. He went to the costume store to get two Afro wigs and said that's all they needed. But he only bought one Afro in the house. So I went to see if the other wig was in the car. I'm curious as to why he only bought one Afro wig in the house. Hmm. I'm curious about that. Maybe I'll find out the reason as we go on. I don't know. <sighs> there was two bags in the car, one on the back seat and one kind of stuffed under the front seat of my husband's car. I got the Afro and then I looked at the other bag closely. That was a size medium brown halter top with fringes on it, brown spandex skirt to match with a headband, a pair of big hoop earrings. It looked like a Pocahontas costume to me, but I guess it's supposed to be a 70s costume. I'm telling you right now, that's 70s all day. That's what Earth, Wind & Fire came up out the, <laughs> out the stage with at the Richfield Coliseum. That's 70s. You better know your time periods. Don't play with us. We 70s people. That ain't Pocahontas. That's Earth, Wind & Fire. The elements. Hell, hell you on, talking Steve. about? That's what it came on. about to flow in the TPs. Nine of them. This is not about Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, we'll it have is part to me. two. <laughs> we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's strawberry letter subject: Whose costume is this? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is, whose costume is this? Okay. We got to get to it quickly because the problem is later on in the letter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this woman been married to her husband. They got four kids. He's a counselor at a high school. She thinks he's tired of the marriage. I think if you think somebody tired of your ass, they usually are. <laughs> it's probably the guy dry. Ain't nothing happening. You just settle into a rut existence. Yeah, he probably tired of you. Yeah, you probably tired of him. You just ain't saying nothing. So y'all tired of each other. He been stopping to get a drink before he come home lately. Say it's been stressing him out. He's a counselor at a high school. His son go to the high school. Y'all oldest boy. Yeah, it's stressful, so he's stopping to get a drink. But you say you think it's another woman involved. He said, y'all having spirit week for homecoming at your son's school where he's a counselor. And it's a theme every day. First day in the 70s. So he go to the costume store to buy two Afro wigs. He said that's all they need. And uh, But he only bought one Afro wig in the house. So Miss Nosy went out to see if the other wig was in the car. <laughs> Oh, really, Miss Nosy? Yeah, there was two bags in the car, one on the back seat and one kind of stuffed under the front seat of my husband's car. Why this boy ain't put this bag in his trunk, I do not know. Stupid. I got the Afro, then I looked at the other bag closely. Here we go. Size medium, brown halter top, fringes on it, brown spandex skirt to match, headband, pair of big hoop earrings. It looked like a Pocahontas costume to me, but I guess it was supposed to be a 70s costume. It was. <laughs> it was a 70s costume. Uh-huh. It's what Earth, Wind & Fire came about to flow with at the Richfield Coliseum when the Spirit album came out. Nine TPs came about to flow. I was there. 
I had a feather in my hair with a headband. <laughs> I had on the mock skin vest. I had pants that my sister sewed the shingles down the side. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wore some moccasins that was too loose. <laughs> oh. I went back inside and asked my son how the shopping trip went. He said his dad ran in to get the two afros while he stayed in the car because his dad had parked illegally. What that means is my husband purposely went into the store alone to get him and, and some woman a costume. Okay, okay, that mm. do sound true. Stay in the car, boy, I'm legally parked. What are you going to do? I'm going in with you, daddy. I said, stay your ass in the car in case they come by and give us a ticket. You can move it. Now, the boy hoping they come by so he can drive the car. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I laid the costume on my bed, and my husband almost screamed when he walked into the room. Boy, you can walk in that room and saw that little ass Pocahontas outfit laying on that bed. <laughs> That's what yeah. I wanted to hear. What is that sound? dog. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how you how you find it? Uh-huh. What? He asked me how I found it. He said it was mine. Here is the key to this whole letter. I can't fit that. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's why he's sick of your ass right there. <laughs> right what? Right there. Because you ain't a medium no more. He tired of you. Yeah. You didn't even try spandex. You could have tried it on. But you can't fit no medium. Mm-mm. No, Lord. You probably like a. She's not a medium. Okay, that's what yeah, she said. Yeah, but I'm trying to think about. But, but when you look at the medium to be offended, though. <laughs> but she didn't even need the costume, Steve. Yeah, see, listen. Now watch the letter. This is how the letter turned. And I don't work with him, so why yeah. would I need a costume? Right. Why won't he tell me the truth? He said it's yours. Because now he's going to invite you. You are now invited to the costume party. Ooh, ooh. And baby, <laughs> I bought this medium because that's how you look to me. Oh. <laughs> you still fine. Now, do I need to go back and get a bigger size? Mm. Damn. <laughs> so, baby, this don't fit. What size you need? Oh, oh, what See, about See, that'll this piss part? her off to where she don't want to go to the party. And, right. And, and what about this? Why did he leave it in the car? Was he going to surprise her? Ooh. Now, let me tell you, there's two things. Two things. Okay. Number one, that bag should have got put in the trunk. <laughs> okay. okay. So you agree with that, so, yeah. So you mad at him for mm-hmm. that, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a surprise, but he forgot the wig wasn't in the same bag <laughs> that your Pocahontas outfit was in. Uh, this is not working this is, for me. This no. is all gone to hell, dog. Yeah, yeah. You in a world of trouble, man. <laughs> yes. It really, I don't know how you gonna do this right here, but I sure wanna see that little thing down at the school that you done bought this little spandex halter top for with that little <laughs> shingle on it. Was for her. With them big hoop earrings. And let me tell y'all something. I bet this is for after this for after the party. Yeah. It's not a party. They just dress like that at school yeah. all day. And then next day, it's a different it's thing. A, and then yeah, the it's next a whole day. Day. Now, now, listen to me. Uh, Remember this, though, Carla. He go have drinks every day mm-hmm. before he come home. 
they go in the drink in that little spandex. <laughs> All right, post your, post your comments on today's yeah. Strawberry Letter in the FM on Instagram and Facebook. Cross your legs while we drink. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Free never sounded so good. You can download it today. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And now Junior is here, ladies and gentlemen, with Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior? Okay, first of all, the Houston Astros are down two games in the ALCS. We're, 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 we're down two games. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. We got to take that. We, well, we... we, we we, no, no, do uh, don't do that. Not, no, uh, don't do that. We, we, we no, I just said, well. Yeah, no, because you're going <laughs> to be negative. That's what you're going to do. Well, I mean, no, no. <laughs> Down two games is negative. It's negative two. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what the hell are you blaming me for? <laughs> you said they down two games. They ain't played but two. That don't sound negative to you. <laughs> just so wrong. He, he is. Shut he is. He is you wrong. You set yourself up for this one, Jay. I, I did. Why you started with the, with the Astros. I had to, man, because it's our team. But that's cool. We come. We gonna come back. We gonna come mm-hmm. back. No, not yep. from two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How long is the series? Seven games. Best of seven. Best of seven. <laughs> oh, he lips. <laughs> can't you tell? <laughs> you know who did that. I'm kissing y'all goodbye. Go ahead. <laughs> also, Unc, man, let's just talk about this, man. The Colorado Buffaloes, man, lost the game. Unc, I know you probably didn't see it. They was up 29 nothing at halftime. They lost to Stanford 46-43. 29 nothing at halftime. Stanford came back. Prime, good thing about this, they 4-3. and three. The whole thing about it is, do you think there's a problem with them understanding that they're not Deion Sanders. Everybody said, well, you know what? He's coaching these boys, and they feel like, hey, we got Coach Prime, and Coach Prime saying, hey, y- I'm, y'all not me. Y'all not doing the things I do. Is it a problem with Deion Sanders now, college football? Like they're looking at him like, hey, this is not. No, this it's is not. his first year. He got a completely new team. Like he said, y'all better jump on him now because it's the worst they're going to ever be. He going to go mm-hmm. recruit some, some bulldogs up front. He going to get some cows up front on that line. That's the only thing they missing is a defensive line and an offensive line. He going to go fix that problem right there. He going to bring in some big boys. That transfer portal going to come up. He going to get some boys yep. up out of Alabama. He going to oh. go some big boys up out of Florida. And it's going to be game on. This is his first year, man. People going to be making moves after this. Watch yeah, why yeah. does he have to be a miracle worker his mm-hmm. first season? Dog, all yeah, eighty six new, new dog. Oh, yeah, but he's doing the great. Get- yeah, yeah, I think he's doing great. I just hate the fact that he keeps judging him based on this one year. This one That's, year, they hold up, dog, they dog, do. dog. They've been judging him his whole career. He mm-hmm. used to this. He been in the spotlight, dog. He been he been prime time his whole mm-hmm. life. He used to this. It's all right. We still believe. We still believe. Go ahead, Brian. That's right. Yeah. All right, Junior. Thank you. You talking about the Colorado team? You ain't talking about the Astros. Either. Stop. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the Cleveland. hour. We <laughs> still believe. Steve, a guy on social media says working the night shift is affecting his health. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. 
I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so Steve Elliott on Facebook writes, I recently got a job that has me working night shifts. The change in schedule has thrown off my routine. My eating habits are erratic and I can hardly find the energy to exercise. Now I've started to gain weight and feel sluggish all the time. I want to stay healthy and fit, but the odd hours make it so challenging. Do you have any advice for me? How can I adapt to this new schedule and stay healthy? Well, does Elevate he work night you. shift or does he work graveyard? He says night shifts. Night he shift is four to shift. twelve. Well, graveyard is twelve to eight. Yeah, he didn't say. He Both of them is mind numbing. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suggest you try elevate you <laughs> because that will at least get you base, get you a basic ground because your biorhythms are thrown off. If you work, the graveyard shift is the worst shift in all of I've worked that shift before, 12 midnight to 8 in the morning. Because I don't care who you are. The human body's biorhythms at 4 a.m., your ass is sleeping. I don't give a damn where you at. <laughs> what job you had? At 4 a.m., the blackest hour of the night. It is always dark as 4 to dawn. From 4 to 5.30, it, damn midnight. It's black dark at 4 a.m. <laughs> and your body has a biorhythm clock that it's been operating on. I don't know if that's the correct term for it, but your body's used to it by nature. And so that's what's causing the imbalance. But first of all, you're going to have to do two things. Get yourself some Elevate You. And secondly, stop saying that you off balance. Stop, stop saying there. you can't get your rhythm. Stop saying you feel sluggish. Even though this is factual right now, all of that can be adjusted with a mental adjustment. You got to mentally adjust to this thing. Because you need that job, dog. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what be sluggish for you if you get fired. That's when your ass starts getting <laughs> no, real sluggish. No, you stop saying that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That's why you need to help make this mental adjustment. 
Go to ElevateU.com. Get yourself some <laughs> Elevate You uh, green drink so you can start putting some vitality in your sales system. Or you can go to Walmart. Or you can go to Walmart.com. Get you some Elevate You, man, and feel better about yourself. Your digestion and your energy will pick up. And you got to get back. Remember, to get energy, you have to exert energy. You only get energy when you exert it. So if you're feeling sluggish, if you want to start feeling more energetic, you got to get active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Energy gets energy. Go for a walk. Do something. Mm-hmm. Have more sex, too. You can, that helps, too. Don't it? Not if you're tired on that graveyard shift, it ain't. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, hard to have sex you just got in. And that's <laughs> she on the way out the door, you coming in the door. Then you got to talk her into it and all that. It ain't gonna work though. I done put this like makeup that. and this clothes on. Stop, Herbert. all right i think we have time for one more danielle on steve harvey fm writes ever since i started working from home the lines between my professional and personal life have blurred my work emails ping at all hours and i'm always finding myself working late into the night i miss having a clear line between office hours and personal time my husband wants to make out as soon as i close my laptop my uh, laptop i love the flexibility of remote work but how can i bring some balance back into my life and make sure i don't burn out well it's real simple that's up to you you work at home office you have office hours you got home hours why don't you set some parameters it can ping all night but that don't mean you got to answer put that damn computer on sleep you know six seven mm-hmm. o'clock you wake up cut your computer on Eight o'clock at night, turn your computer off. We I do it all the time. Yeah. Matter of fact, I don't give yeah. a damn if you do oh, ping God. me. Ping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we know yeah. what you do. We Matter of fact, you let me read to you yeah. right now how many pings that went off that I ain't gave a damn about. 13,946 <laughs> Yep, that's how many emails I ain't. Oh, you oh, call me if you want to. <laughs> all right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. <laughs> At 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, Reebok has named, get this guys, 76ers NBA great Allen Iverson as its vice president of basketball. Uh, The move comes in conjunction with Shaquille O'Neal being named president of Reebok Basketball by the shoe company. Both Hall of Famers are longtime brand partners with Reebok. Iverson's role will be to drive player recruitment along with leading grassroots and community-based initiatives. Allen Iverson, who is 48 years old, has a lifetime contract with Reebok and will receive $32 million uh, trust on his 55th birthday. So congratulations. That's big. Go ahead, Alan. That's so yeah. big. What do you think? You I like that? Yeah, Alan and Shaq. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Smart. Thirty-two I, the, million. The dollars. smartest guy out there it, right now is Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, you know, people don't understand. Y'all, these commercials you see him in, dog. Mm-hmm. He's he's owners in these companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, major pitch man, mm-hmm. not the pitch no. man for the commercial. Mm-hmm. J.C. Penney, Carnival Cruise Line, Icy Hot. That doorbell ring stuff. He was the first one to jump on them ring doorbells. The general. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The general. Oh, all that insurance stuff. Yeah. He got. He got. Mm-hmm. He got large stake in that. 
Wow. I mean, he got stake and say so. He ain't just a pitch man. Dude is brilliant businessman, man. Mm-hmm. Smart as hell. Well, congratulations. All right. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play, a, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. He <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> got it in. He oh, got it in. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather change the outcome of the last election or would you rather get to decide the outcome of the next election? B. Hmm. Yeah. B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Complete Pretty. control of B. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Don't take us back. But if, yeah, but if New York go on and get this case right, we ain't going to have to worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Charged. New York got something on him for real. Mm-hmm. For real, New York got something on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, would you rather have a unibrow or would you rather have a full back of hair? All the hair is on your back. B. That oh, no, I, I just can't beat all oh, that hair on my back all day, every day like that. Yeah. Nah, like give me werewolf. that. Uni- I'll take that unibrow. Yeah. So, yeah. You can so always I'll pluck watch- the unibrow. Junior. But, dog, I'm watching Ready to Love, and you sit up here with everything across your forehead. Fall- <laughs> I'm going to say what you're going to do. You're going to get used to it. Hold up, Tommy. I got this. I got this. Don't worry about it. Junior. What's up, huh? We looking at you right now on the Zoom where your hairline is. If you had a unibrow, you look like an emoji. <laughs> I, w- I wish you would show up with some back hair, Jimmy. We'll whoop your behind. You got it. <laughs> oh, well, sure. well, I wish you would show up with back hair. Brow. It's on his head. <laughs> <laughs> you know Next question, Shane. Would you, would you rather yeah, you all right there now? <laughs> Just tell me. He got back hair now. It's on his head. <laughs> Would you rather always be able to tell when someone is lying, or would you rather be able to lie without anyone knowing? Which oh, one? I, I got B. both of them mastered. I do. Yeah, 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 I got B. both of them mastered. I'm A and B. I know when you're lying, and you can't tell when I'm lying. <laughs> Really? Ask me anything. Just ask. I don't care what it is. What day is it? What day is it? Friday. No, it's not. Today is Tuesday. Where you at? (laughs) (laughs) Fix it. (laughs) When was you born? Oh, about 35 years ago. But aren't you on the radio every day saying you're, you're 66? I was born again 35 years ago. <laughs> okay. Oh. That was a good one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boy, you can't. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I'm the best. <laughs> Are the Cleveland Browns going to the Super Bowl? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. There is no doubt the Cleveland Browns will go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, what makes you say that? Oh, we got to Well, you didn't ask me what year they was going. Uh, (laughs) All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have Mr. Steve Harvey close out the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. It's been a good day, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh Every day is a good day. That's right. And no matter how it's going out there, y'all, just remember, this too shall pass. Just hang Mm -hmm. on in there, man, because you're going to get through it. Yes, Mm -hmm. you will. Ooh, I'm living witness to that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going with that today. (laughs) Now you hurt my feet. You ain't gonna make it, Junior. No, you hurt my feet. I got back hair. I got back hair. I'm not letting that. You just said I got back hair because my hairline's back here. So from the last segment that we did, and y'all want to try? Ooh, we had a great day. Let's just close out. No, I got back (laughs) hair. Well, Junior, I don't know what to tell you. But Shirley, repeat the question. What What was the question? No, no, (laughs) unibrow back hair. Would you what rather? the question was, would you rather have a unibrow on would or you rather? Would you have a unibrow or would you have back hair? A full back of hair. Yeah. Yeah. I told back, back. back. Yeah, I told He told, told that. back hair. Yeah. And I just said he got well, first of all, I told him he don't need no unibrow because of Junior the way his hairline is at right now, if he get a unibrow, he'll look like an emoji. You did say that. That's he'll look hurt. like one of that's the little yellow people the, on your the, phone. See, that's what hurt. The emoji. And then he got uh-huh. back hair because his hair is back there. See, back hair is hair you can't see. And he got back hair right now. See. See, Junior, I don't look, look, don't move right now. Look, stop right there. Freeze. Look directly at your picture right now on Zoom. Do you see your hairline? Yes. None of us do. None of us do. See. See, you delusional. You 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 looking at your hairline where it used to be. See, no, we ain't talking about where your hairline was. We talking about where it is today, and right now it's even with your head sits. You know, uh, well, you not see. Let's, let's, see you're not doing. Men- you're not mentoring right now. You're not a good mentor right now. No, no, no. And you know what? All my mentees have told that to me. What? That you're not All a good mentor. At, at one point in time, they said you're not being a good mentor to me today. Mm-hmm. Ellie just said it to me the other day. Because my job as your mentor is to tell you the truth. I'm uh-huh. not gonna lie to you. You don't have a full head of hair no more. <laughs> And it's been disappearing on this radio show as I remember when you first had it. Remember when it was waves and all this here? Yeah, Junior has really pretty hair. Yeah. Yeah. Right there, right there. Junior got what, Shirley? Pretty hair. Yeah, waves, curls. Whoa, 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 whoa. When the last time you said that? 
it it waved right on out of there. <laughs> Bye-bye. Right Tom, you know what, dog? Bye. Let me tell you something, Tom. See, you wrong, dog. <laughs> yeah. You wrong, Tommy. You know it. Them, See? them waves was on a farewell tour. <laughs> Don't listen to the haters, Junior. <laughs> no, I'm just telling he you one point. Yes, I had a hot top be... fade. We all, we all, we all he, he went not. through it. He's, he's not supposed a good to be mentor. encouraging you. You're he, his mentor. He, he's not. That's what, he not. That's what Junior's point is. I'm you point. can't encourage half, Carla. It ain't coming. <laughs> it's not, yeah. You can't encourage well, that. Well, tell him what to expect. Tell him Ex- that's what you should be doing. Expect to shave and put some uh, cocoa butter on your head and go on about your damn business. <laughs> yeah, and come on, join the club. Because you in it. You just don't want to admit it. Well... He he does have some in the back, right? Yeah, he does. Back hair. You know, you know what? Oh, see, here we go again. See, he I do have hair like in the that, back. Junior. Take your headphones off, Junior. Let me see. Take your headphones off. It look like they yeah. still on. <laughs> <laughs> look at that boy right there. Lord Jesus, if it, if this ain't time for you to come on, she said, take your headsets off, Junior, and then bam, you still didn't see it. Look at right there. Stay right there, Junior. Turn sideways again. Look at that, Lord Jesus. This boy hell. Does your wife like it, Junior? That's what I'm asking. She don't even say nothing. She don't even know I had a haircut. <laughs> That's because your she forehead looked like an ass. Oh, see. So, what? I'm just trying to, trying to tell him the truth. His forehead. So do, you be, do you be saying you going to the barbershop and stuff? You be telling her that? <laughs> she, she don't even know I had went down there, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Junior, do you think you're in denial about it? I may be. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you may be what? No, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me help you with that word, maybe. You may be losing your hair. You may be going bald. You may already be bald. You may be in denial. You may be wanting some more hair. You may be thinking about getting the lace front. It's a whole lot of maybes in your life. Lace they got them now for me, and you. Well, and it's ball. His hair. You can't tell him how to rock it. It's his. No, it's his listen hair. to rock it. You rock it a ball. Was, That's how you do it. It was his hair. <laughs> I'm a star. That's when you dream at anymore. night, Junior, when you dream, do you be ball or do you have hair? We can stop. We can start there. We got to stop these dreams. That's what it is. You wake up thinking that way. Tell him how to cope with this. What's coming next? Tell. That's how you mentor. First of all, him. he got to listen to the two men of the show that had, had to come to this conclusion. <laughs> you know what I think though? Just I see what the problem is. You don't have no hair nowhere. Else. You got to work on a mustache. You got to get something growing. <laughs> You got, yeah. We got to get if you some fertilizer. If you have some other hair, you let this one go, but you just, <laughs> you just trying to hang on no, to any old hair. Like, you just, let, matter of fact, in a minute, you ain't going to be nothing but a set of eyebrows. Might well get a unibrow. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> hey, y'all have a good one today. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. And pray for Junior's hairline. <laughs> pray for I, Steve. <laughs> I am not my hair. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.